Recently, we hit a big milestone here at the Ultimate Blog Podcast, and we are celebrating over 100,000 downloads. We wanted to celebrate with you in a super fun way by answering your questions. So we will be answering your questions in a special podcast episode coming out in May. And in order to submit your question, all you need to do is find the link in our show notes, and you're actually going to leave us a voicemail. Ask us your blogging question or anything that you can think of in regards to your blogging business, or maybe you haven't even started your blog yet and you have questions that you want to ask about that too. You can literally ask us anything and we cannot wait to connect with you in this way. Once again, you're just going to find the link in our show notes and ask any of your blogging questions that you have. Thank you so much for being an avid listener of the Ultimate Blog Podcast. We love sharing episodes with you each and every Tuesday and helping you learn more about blogging and how to grow a successful blog each and every week. Welcome to the Ultimate Blog Podcast with Amy Reinecke and Jennifer Draper. We're on a mission to empower women who want to start or grow their own blog. This podcast is for women who want to learn blogging basics and who crave inspiration and encouragement. Whether you're just getting started or have been a blogger for years, we're excited to welcome you into this space where we are passionate about creating community over competition. We are bloggers who want to encourage you to believe in your potential, step outside the norm, and step into a life where you create your own schedule, your own success, and your own story. Join us for weekly episodes as we navigate blogging and work from home life, all while raising a family and having some serious fun along the way. Hey there, and welcome back to the Ultimate Blog Podcast. Today, Amy and I are super excited to introduce our next guest, Casey Ackerman. She is a ClickUp and systems expert. And this is something we are so excited to learn more about. So welcome to the podcast, Casey. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. Yeah. Would you like to start out and just tell our audience a little bit more about yourself, what you do, and kind of how you got into this? Yeah, of course. So again, my name is Casey Ackerman, and I live in Idaho, and I'm a ClickUp and systems expert. And really what that means is I help people save time and build efficiency in their business so they can build their business around their life versus letting their business dictate their life. I got into this in 2020 thanks to COVID. And I just love everything organization. Small tidbit about me when I was high school, I used to daydream about like being an office admin person. And that has definitely just evolved into what it is today. But I literally just forever have loved paperwork and loved like little systems and organization and stuff. So it really is something I am very passionate about and just love doing. And I, I love just helping business owners be able to see that time and freedom back in their week so that they're not just burnt out all the time. It's like, you know, who you're talking to. <laughs> it's like, you know, that a lot of business owners feel all those things. They feel yeah. disorganized and burned out. And you took a passion of yours and then turned it into a way to help those people who feel like that. I think that's yeah. really awesome that you did that. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. For people like, I mean, I know there's people out there like us that need a little bit of direction. It's it's not to say that, you know, we don't have some of our own systems, but it's always really helpful, I think, to see like a totally different side of how somebody does something. 
And you can have those aha moments. And I think that we are going to have a couple of those those today. So you're a ClickUp expert. First of all, for anybody who doesn't know what ClickUp is, can you share what ClickUp is? Yes, of course. So ClickUp is a project management tool. So if anyone is familiar with Monday, Asana, Trello, all of those different pieces, that is what ClickUp is. It helps you manage your tasks, your day-to-day. It helps you manage your clients, your, you know, the back end of your business. So basically think of taking, if you write on a pen and paper, like notebook, or if you use sticky notes, think of putting that into a digital organization that will send you reminders and tell you that things are ready to be done and also allows you to offload those tasks that you really don't need to be doing anymore. And what is it about ClickUp specifically that you like over all those other tools that you mentioned? So I actually hate answering this question. (laughs) And (laughs) it's because the most important tool for someone to use is one that they will actually use. That's that's the true answer. Now, obviously, people have different preferences. There's lots of people out there that love Monday or Asana and, and hate ClickUp, whatever. The most important thing is using one. But I will say the reason I dove into ClickUp and have chosen ClickUp as my area of expertise is because of how robust it is and the ability to grow your business with ClickUp. So oftentimes, most businesses, I would say, start out with Trello. It's a very easy way to kind of get some organization going. But then they also see that they quickly outgrow Trello because you know they get a few team members and they have no idea how to organize team members. Um, Trello has a lot of just like stuff in your face. You can't really close things out. So my point is like you start to outgrow other platforms and with ClickUp, you don't outgrow it. It actually grows with you. So as you start to build a team or as you start to build out maybe passive products or a course or different things, you can actually do all of that inside ClickUp and not have to go anywhere else. And so that's why I've chosen ClickUp as my hub and my expertise because I just feel like you can use it in a very simple way, but then you can also grow and use it in a very robust way. I think you answered that question perfectly because you said, you know, you just have to, you have to pick something and you have to stick with it. And I think that can be one of the challenges of being an entrepreneur and kind of being out on your own is you're always looking for the next best thing. And so you never really get anything in place because you're constantly switching and looking around and, and all of that. So I like how you put that, you know, you pick it, it's going to grow with you. It's going to have what you need. Are there other options? Yes. You obviously chose one. You're all in and that's what you're teaching people. And so I think, you know, you could, you could spend all day trying to figure out the best thing, but really you're just picking the best thing for you. So let's say somebody's a new blogger and they're like, oh, I can just use a paper planner. Like it's fine. I'll just use a paper planner because I don't know how fast I could actually grow. Would you recommend that somebody who is in the beginning stages of blogging, go ahead and just set up something like ClickUp to where it can grow with them? Or is it something that you feel like you have to do like in time? Basically, my reason being for asking this question is I think a lot of people who start blogging kind of don't take themselves fully seriously out of the gate. And I wonder if this is a way to put kind of some of those time management pieces that are really important into place out of the get-go. And so first question, do you recommend that somebody would do that from the start? Is it too robust that they couldn't do that, that it wouldn't be a good fit? Or is it something that you feel like a beginner blogger could even start utilizing in a really simple way out of the gate? Yeah, I always recommend immediately, the moment you start your business, you should have a project management tool. 
And my biggest thing that I tell people is build systems for where you want to be, not where you are right now. Oh, that's good. We talk about it all the time. Even you've mentioned it. Your business blows up overnight. I don't know how it happens, but it does. It's happened to literally every single person I know. It happened to me. And when it blows up overnight, if you don't have these things in place, you are like me, which is crying to my husband on the couch, not knowing what the heck I'm going to do and literally turn money away, which mm. obviously the goal in your business is to not turn money away. So, and also another thing you said there too is not taking yourself seriously. And I think that that is also kind of a mindset thing of like being a CEO and like immediately treating your business like you are a CEO and really setting yourself up for success because when you have a pen and paper, it's great. It, you know, like that is awesome. You have that. But there's been things that happen where once you flip the page on your little notebook, you probably don't go back. And then you're relying on your brain power and energy to remember all the things you wrote down. So then it comes two o'clock in the morning and you wake up because you forgot to do the one thing that you need to do for the blog. And you're like, oh man, I need to remember to do that. You know, so it just, it's a domino effect, if you will. And then also you have so many pieces you can outsource in a blog, like almost all of it, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And so the moment that you are ready to hire, you should be able to do that and not feel stressed out of like, well, I don't know what they would do. There are so many things they can do. They can format the blog. They can edit the blog. They can add all the links into the blog. Like you could put in talking points and then they help you write the blog. Like there's so many pieces that you can have help with. But if you are stuck in this area of like writing a pen and paper of like, write two new blogs, how is anyone ever going to help you with your blog as your business grows? Yeah. I like that you said a couple of things here. One, be the CEO of your own business. And two, your business blows up overnight. So I think what I was gathering from that when you were saying it is, it doesn't matter how much money you're making right now. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're not making any money. You are still the CEO of your business and treat yourself as such. Like Just because you might not be making a bajillion dollars yet doesn't mean that you can't take yourself seriously. And I think a lot of times that is what holds people back from putting some of these systems into place because they're like, well, like I'm not really successful yet. So I'll just wait till I am and then I can put all these into place. But I think kind of like what you think about, you bring about, you know, and if, if you are, you know, batching your work and, and taking yourself seriously and having this content management system put in place and things like that, it's kind of bound to happen because you have a plan. And I think at the end of the day, this is something the longer that we're in business that we learn is without a plan, you're kind of just floundering. Like, There's really, you don't really know like if you're being successful or not because there's no benchmark because you haven't done the work of like seeing where you've been to where you're going or what you want to do and what you need to do to get there. And so I love that you're saying that like start from the beginning and be the CEO no matter what dollar amount is hitting your checking account, you know, every single month. Yeah. Well, and also, you know, being the CEO, like you said, I love that you're saying like regardless of dollar amount. I totally agree with that because. Here's the thing. Another piece that I kind of like to talk about is building your business to be sellable. And that does not mean that you're going to sell your business at all. It means that at some point in your life, you can walk away from your business and know that it's not going to catch on fire. You can literally remove yourself from almost all of the business and it's running like a well-oiled machine. 
And if you wait until you're already there and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to rip my hair out. I'm working 12 hours a day and I don't understand how this happened. And my notebook just is getting bigger and bigger to-do list. You know, it's getting longer and longer. If you wait until then to get systems in place, it's honestly going to be harder and way more overwhelming. And you're going to get stuck in this vicious circle of, I don't have time to put systems in place because I have all of these to-do lists to do, right? (laughs) I am laughing because we are there. Casey, we need you. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, though, like just just a moment of vulnerability here. Like, I think that that's where we are. And I keep I keep to myself laughing because you keep talking about the pen and paper. And like, we talk all the time, like, I lost my notebook. It's it's written in a notebook somewhere that I have no idea where the notebook went. (laughs) Yeah. Story of our lives. So I think I want to hear that too. I'm we're being really vulnerable there and just saying we do have some systems into place, obviously. But I could we be better at that? Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Could we be better? Like, and every year we learn more. And so that's something I think is something to consider too. Yes, you're saying start from the beginning, but know that like as you grow, your systems need to grow and adapt too. Yes. That's okay. So what are some basic systems that a blogger could put into place? Let's use ClickUp. So with ClickUp, because this is ClickUp free to use. Yes, it is. Okay. So it's a free system that you can use. And then what are some basic things that bloggers could maybe put into place as they begin? So I definitely think starting with just some simple task lists, that's like the perfect way to start with ClickUp. So you just have a folder with a list and you just have your tasks that recur. So really what that looks like is you decide, I want to write two blogs every single week, right? So we're going to make a little recurring task there and click up where every Wednesday I write two blogs. And now you're not waking up every single Wednesday having to remember that you need to write those two blogs. ClickUp just tells you that. And so thinking about all the things that you do in your business on a weekly, monthly type basis and dropping that stuff in there so you don't have to remember those things. And then also having an area for one-off tasks. So if you know that like next week you have some different things that don't necessarily go into recurrence, you can drop that stuff in there and assign due dates. And the reason you can just start really simple and small is again, you are now building yourself a very manageable workload. So you are not also on Monday thinking about all the things you have to do all week long and trying for some reason to do it all on Monday. I've even done that where it's because if you don't have it planned out, you're like, well, I need to get all of it done. So I might as well just do it all right now. But then Tuesday comes around and you have a whole nother list of things that you apparently need to get done. So having just a simple task list in there, especially if you're just by yourself, you don't need to like get super fancy with it. The other thing that I absolutely love getting started with is your content. So not the blog, but like your Instagram, your Facebook, wherever you're going to be marketing things. If you have an email, if you're growing an email list of some sort. So having a marketing just process in there. And that just means that you're creating the content, you're writing your captions, and you can do that ahead of time. I personally have stuff on a monthly basis. So I'm going to give an example of like what my content process looks like. So on the first Monday of every month, I plan out the next month's content. So the first Monday of January, I planned February's. The second Monday of January, I went and I created any of my carousels or graphics or whatever. The third Monday, I write captions. And the fourth Monday, everything gets scheduled. So you're a genius. (laughs) Thanks. But it's taking 
a very overwhelming process and breaking it into those bite-sized pieces so that you are not like the last Friday of the month saying, I have no content going out or, you know, and maybe with blogs, since you are not writing that far in advance, maybe you break this down into a weekly thing where you have, you know, create next week's content or create, you know, two weeks ahead content or something. So you build it definitely for what works for you. But those small pieces, I know they sound like, oh, I can just do those, you know, like when I need to ask yourself this, how many times have you came up on a Friday at five o'clock and you're like, dang it, I don't have any content. So I guess I'm just not going to post today. Or on a Tuesday, you're like, oh, I need to do a trending reel, but I haven't planned anything. So I, you know, maybe tomorrow I'll get to it. So like, it sounds really simple and, but it's makes a really big difference, especially when you're by yourself. Yeah. I mean, I think just, I mean, you said it right there. It sounds simple, but it makes a big difference. So don't discount what one simple change could do for your business. Exactly. Yeah. And it it comes down to, again, being that CEO, thinking big picture, thinking about where you want your business to be. So I love thinking of this. Most of my clients have clients. And so the way I like to explain this too, and you guys can put this in blog terms for me, but what you're doing right now with one client is working, right? So like they email you tasks or you have a weekly meeting with them, all these different things. But then ask yourself, what happens if I had like 10 clients? How many emails would I be getting from 10 clients? How many weekly meetings would I have to deal with? That is not sustainable. So figuring out like if you, again, maybe you could put this in blog terms so I can help kind of think of ideas here. I think even if you started working with some brands, say you're a blogger and you wanted to start working on some sponsored content. So it's kind of the system of creating content for your blog, but you might have multiple contracts going on at one time with different due dates that you might have to manage. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So if you have one brand doing everything manually is like, oh, this is fine. I got this. But what happens when you have 20 brands that you're working with and you're still trying to like keep everything in your head? And it also comes into like a lot of fatigue. So you start to get burnout. You're on the couch working. You're not present with your family. You're skipping dinner and you're eating at your desk or you're just, there's no time for like your actual life. And so these, seriously, these small pieces add up to so much. And I've been there. So I'm not just like, you know, this person that has all this wonderful news for you. Like I've lived it in January of 2021. I legit was crying on the couch because I didn't have the systems in place. And I had like way too many clients I could handle. And I I took the time to set all of it up, but it really came down to like allowing me to offload things. And what comes with that though, is having systems in place, having written SOPs, having a task, a project management task. Because unfortunately, when you hire someone virtually, they can't see your notebook. They can't, you know, they can't read your mind. They can't yeah, see your maybe notebook. Maybe they can find it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Maybe you need a little ping for your notebook. <laughs> One of those tiles. Right? Yeah. But like, so thinking about like where you want to be and really building something. And of course, they do evolve. You know, my systems are evolving. Even where I'm at now, they evolve. But at least thinking about like, okay, I can't sustain, you know, having 15 meetings a week. So how do we make this to where we can eliminate meetings weekly with people? Or I can't sustain writing and formatting and posting so many blogs. How can I 
put this together where I can hire somebody to come in and help me format and post and schedule out blogs or create the graphics for blogs or get the links ready. You know, there's different stuff like that. There's so many pieces that you can get help with as your business grows, but you're not going to be able to do that again if you are trying to just to open your computer on a Google Doc and write a blog. If you are ready to start your blog, we have an exciting deal for you. You can join our beginner course, The Blog Depot, for only $9 the first month. The Blog Depot is for you if you are thinking about starting a blog, but you need more info. Or maybe you aren't sure what you want to blog about yet. Maybe you also aren't sure where to start and you want some advice from people who have gone through the process already. The Blog Depot is a nine-module course that was created for the person who thinks that they want to start a blog but wants to ask important questions before jumping into the process. The Blog Depot is a course and membership community that will help you understand what you need to build a successful blog. You get access to the course and community forum immediately upon sign up and also the opportunity to join us for a live monthly coaching call. Today, you can join the Blog Depot for only $9 for your first month using the code blogger. If you are tired of sitting on the sidelines, Join the Blog Depot today, but hurry because there is a limited number of spots at this $9 rate. The link to join us is in our show notes. We'll see you on the inside. And I'm just relating to so much of what you're saying. And I think I've felt either resistant or maybe just like it was unnecessary at different points to really document what I'm doing because I'm the only one doing it. So I think you've made a lot of good points there. I think the one thing we could maybe expand on a little bit is like, what exactly is a system? I mean, we've kind of talked through some examples, but at a really basic level, what is a system? Is it essentially just setting up a list? Like they could just start with maybe a list of recurring tasks. Is that kind of a system in and of itself? It is. Yeah. Because you've taken the time to set up those recurring tasks. And so now the system is every single Monday, ClickUp is reminding you of that recurring task. And then, you know, maybe like setting up some subtasks, a checklist, if you will, of what goes on with that task. So if you have just a blanket task, I love to always think about breaking that down because there's so much more. So if you have write and process blog as like one task, that's really overwhelming because there are so many pieces that go into that. So the system is uncovering all of those steps. And the way that I love to do it is actually record yourself (laughs) while you're doing it because then you're like, oh, wait, I need to do this or, oh, wait, I need to do that. And so kind of talking it through while you're doing it. And the best thing too, is you can actually give that to somebody when you, when you hire someone for help, like, sure, it's going to be like probably a 20 minute mess, but they'll figure it out, (laughs) you know, and you can refine it and stuff, but just thinking about all the pieces that come along with actually processing a blog, it's not just processing a blog. It's probably like 10 steps to process that blog. Right. So the system is all of those steps. And another way that I love to explain systems is a morning routine or any sort of like home routine. So your alarm goes off, you get up, you start the water for your shower, you brush your teeth. Now, when we're talking about systems, though, you get even more granular. And so like, how do you turn on the shower? You turn the knob. How do you brush your teeth? You get your toothpaste and you put it on, you know, you open the cap and you put it on. So like getting very granular about all of those pieces, that's where the system comes into place. And you can start to see like, 
wow, there's so many steps that I potentially could not be doing, which in return allows you to connect with more brands or whatever your goal may be. Connect with, you know, different ways, sponsorships or having different links on your blog, you know, affiliate type stuff. There's so many different things that you could be doing rather than uploading the blog and scheduling it, you know? I love how it really forces you in a way to really, really think about what you're doing, what steps are involved, how much time it's taking. It's making you really be mindful of what you're doing so that, like you said, you can either hire out tasks. Maybe you're doing tasks that don't even make sense. You're really thinking about the amount of time it's taking you. And I would think overall, like my my initial thought in creating a system like this would be, oh, that's going to take time. But I'm guessing you're going to say like, uh, it's going to save you a lot of time. You're going to work a lot less if you have your systems in place because you're going to know what to expect, what you're able to get done, how long it's going to take. It's probably well worth it to take the time to set these up. Exactly. Yes. So I always say that to people because it is a very big thing where people are like, oh, well, it's just faster if I just do it. Why do I need to do all these other things? So it may be faster if you do it right now. But then again, we're going back to the idea of if you were ever to hire somebody, how are they going to help you do it? We go back to the idea of, sure, it's faster right now. But if you were to automate the process, how much time are you going to save? You know, I, in 2021, in January and like December of 2020, I was working like 40, 50 hours a week, which was not what I signed up for. For me, why don't, why don't I just go back to a nine to five at that point? You know, so now I work roughly about 20 hours a week. So that is the difference right there. I have been able to scale so much back. I've been either, either able to offload things to a VA or I've been able to automate pieces with ClickUp or Zapier or a CRM to where I no longer have to be at my computer 12 hours a day. But I think that probably started with mindset that you treated this like a business and you treated yourself like a CEO of your business from the start. And I think that we can talk about systems all day, but you have to take yourself seriously. And that's exactly what you did. And that what a great example for us and anyone listening that your success and your time freedom is 100% in your hands. Oh, yeah. You can take that and utilize that and make it what you want, or you can continue like digging in the weeds where you are and not really feeling like you're ever going to see the forest through the trees. So I, I'm really glad that you're being very vulnerable about that. I appreciate that when somebody says I was working 40 to 50 hours and by implementing systems and allowing others to come into my business and help me be successful. Now I get to spend the time where I want to spend my time. Not saying you don't want to spend your time doing this. Obviously, you know, you love what you do, but I think we can have both. And I think that's a lie that we're told is that you can't like you either have to be, you know, somebody who works all the time or you don't work at all. But actually there is a gray middle area where I find a lot of people find a lot of happiness, you know, in other (laughs) portions of their lives, but it doesn't need to be this black or white or all or nothing thinking like you can actually have both and have success in both areas. And I think it starts with being a CEO, but also boundaries. Yeah. So what are some boundaries that you've had to put into place too, as these systems come up that you've had to say, okay, I'm going to back it down, like backing it down 20 to 30 hours a week that had to take boundaries along with those systems. So do you have any examples of boundaries that you had to set? Yeah. And I first do do want to touch on the CEO part. So I definitely changed when I decided that my business was no longer a side hustle. 
And when I started to see my business, as you said, like a CEO and understanding that like, I want this long-term, not this like side hustle thing where when people ask me what I do for work, I'm like, oh, well, I just kind of, you know, do this or that. (laughs) You know, It's not really a business. I don't have a real job. No, I do have a real job. I'm the CEO of a company. And so that was the first piece of it. But then the second part of it is, yes, boundaries are really big. And the first thing I started with is honing in my schedule. So that meant when people could actually book time on my calendar. And so when I first started, I was very side hustle, you know, mentality, all of that. And my schedule was open Monday through Friday, eight to five or whatever. And people could just book whenever they wanted. And so a big boundary that I set was deciding that I was only going to allow meetings Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So Mondays and Fridays, I no longer allow any meetings whatsoever. The other thing I did was, and this is where I had clients. So you could think of this of like as brands for for bloggers as well. But what I did as well is I had a dedicated day, which a lot of people like to call it a CEO day. So on Mondays, I focus on my business. And the boundary I had to set with myself is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I did not work on my business, which is really difficult in the beginning. But it actually brought so much freedom to me because I was able to realize, like I said, with that content process of like every week I do a piece of it, it allowed me to actually start to break things down a little further and not be so overwhelmed of like creating a month's worth of content in a day. I know you see the social media marketers out there that are like, I just did all of this in one day. They're lying to you. (laughs) Agreed. They have a process and the way their process works. Yeah. Anyway, but I figured out what works for me. And then on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm very client focused. I have meetings. If I don't have a client on that day, or if I don't have any meetings, I get to do what I want. So I reserve that for maybe I work a little bit more on my business, or maybe I, you know, do some client outreach or whatever it may be. And then Fridays, I don't work. Or I do if I want to. I kind of have that as like a a flex thing. I will say I love my business. So there are Fridays where I'm like, oh, I want to do you know a few things. But the difference is with those boundaries in place, I don't have a overflow of all these tasks now need to be done on Friday. Because I have everything set up on a schedule of day theming, I'm able to reserve Fridays for what I want. So you know, a massage or I go to any doctor's appointments and stuff like that. I get my hair done. Those different things are reserved for Friday. And if I don't have anything, then maybe I want to work. Maybe I don't. You know, it just depends on what I want to do. But holding boundaries with yourself is interesting, (laughs) I will say. (laughs) And the other piece of it too is like boundaries with brands or clients. So what I mean by that is not allowing them to email you 20 times a day. Or having, I have an email responder turned on. So when people email me, they're notified that I will not respond until 48 hours usually. So like having those different boundaries as well, setting expectations when you get with a client or a brand around like what's going to happen with this blog process and how, what that's going to look like and understanding like you work a certain way and they need to agree to that. Because if they're not agreeing to your boundaries and expectations as well, you're going to fall back into the chaos of just working all the time. And you're not building your business. They're building your business for you. And that's kind of like having a boss. Mm -hmm. And that's not why we're entrepreneurs. We're entrepreneurs so we can be our own boss. 
we can set these boundaries. We can say, I don't want to work on Fridays. Or if I do work on Fridays, it's because I want to, you know, because yeah. I think Jennifer and I both feel that way. Like we both really love what we do. So it can be very hard to like shut the computer, walk away from the desk, you know, because it's fun and it's, it's an uplifting thing that we enjoy doing. But I think it is really important as creatives to step away too, because when we are constantly like, you know, in it, then it's hard to ever feel creative, I think. And so stepping away by having those boundaries is important. You might have the time to do it, but do you really need to do to spend the time doing it if you have all these other systems in place? And I've just loved everything you've said today. This has just been, oh my gosh. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing, I just was talking to somebody recently and they typically creatives have a hard time with like structure and visionaries have a hard time with like, day theming or time blocking because it feels very restrictive. But I was just talking to somebody that had a really hard time with it. And she finally started doing it. And she said to me, she's like, I have so much more freedom in my mind. Like I know that I don't have to worry about my podcast if it's not Wednesday. I know that I don't have to worry about my business unless it's Monday. Like, so that alone is like what I call is light structure, if you will. So like just having some day themes of like, Monday's dedicated to my business. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is client stuff or, you know, blog brand related stuff. And then Friday is a flex day, if you will. So that allows you to still have creativity, you know, in, in the mix of stuff, but you at least know anything that has to do with your business is going to happen Monday. Yep. And anything that has to do with other stuff, you know, is, is dedicated to other days. We implemented that starting last fall. Because what we were doing was, so we have Spark Media, but then we have, we each have our own blogs independently as well. And so it felt like we were working on Spark all the time. And for like one to two years, like our own businesses kind of got put on the back burner because we were only doing Spark. And so we said, we have to create these boundaries. Like we have to find specific days that are Spark days to where then on the other days when we need to work on our own businesses, we don't feel guilty that I'm working or she's not or vice versa. And that I like that you said light structuring because that's generally me that needs the light structure. But it has been just like you said, so freeing Mm -hmm. in regards to my schedule and everything just to know like, I don't plan anything on Tuesday, Wednesdays. Like those days are for podcast interviews or for coaching calls or for anything that we do with Spark. And then on those other days, I get to do with my own business what I want to do. And that has been incredibly freeing. I know for me personally. So. I think that's really great advice just to, and and to hold firm with it and to know like there's going to be kind of a shift. I remember like the first week or two we did it. I think it was a Thursday or something. We're like, we're not supposed to be working on Spark today. Like (laughs) we shouldn't be doing this right now. We're breaking the rules. But I think it does. It offers you that freedom that you need, you know, to work in other areas that are just as important. Yeah. And it also, so with that, you start to realize that your to-do list is not meant to be done at the end of every single day. Oh my gosh. Thank you for saying that. (laughs) I think that is such, I think that's such an entrepreneur problem, in my opinion, that we feel like, because we could literally never walk away from the computer. And so we feel like, oh, I'll just get this one more thing done. And I'll just get this one more thing done. But it's okay to like leave the list. Yes. And plan it out. Yeah. So also for people that love pen and paper, I don't tell you guys to stop using them. Still use it, but then plan it in ClickUp. 
So brain dump, like if you want to take, you know, every Monday for an hour, just to brain dump all the things that you need to do for the week. Amazing. Do that. But take it one step further and actually plan it into ClickUp. So then you're not looking at this insane, overwhelming brain dump on a Monday, feeling like you have to get it all done by the time your kids get off school, which is like three o'clock, you know, 3.30. So planning it is the next step there. Right. Implementing keyword research and competition analysis into your content strategy is a surefire way to improve your chances of people finding your content. And we love how simple Key Search makes it to find keywords we actually want to use in our posts. Key Search is a powerful keyword research tool that makes finding relevant, low competition keywords for your blog simple and easy. If you think optimizing your blog and doing keyword research has to be hard, think again. Give this powerhouse tool a try and see how much easier it will be to create content for your blog. Not only is it reasonably priced, even for beginning bloggers, but you can use our code for 20% off your subscription. Click the link in our show notes to learn more. I love just the idea of getting it out of your head, getting it somewhere else where it becomes more of a like rule Versus like, okay, I'm going to sit down at my desk and like, what do I do today? Because there's a million things in my head and I don't know how long they're going to take. Like you've really thought it out and you know exactly what you're supposed to do. I, I would think you're going to get a lot more done in the long run by doing it this way than by just working as hard as you can all day long, every single day, because you're probably not even working on the most effective things every time. Yeah. Another thing that I mentioned too is oftentimes you work 12 hours and then you, you leave your computer and you're like, what did I do all day? You literally have no idea what you did oh all my day. Gosh, Seriously. <laughs> sometimes that we were just talking about this like two days ago. She's like, sometimes I just write it down just to see what I did, just to prove to myself that I didn't just stare at the computer all day. It's so yes. true. But that also turns around to what Jennifer said of like, you're not doing the most effective things because you have no idea what you're doing. Mm-hmm. There's no direction. Yeah, there's exactly. And so also what I love doing is usually on Mondays, I plan out my week. So I kind of look at the tasks and and I just take, you know, 15 minutes to drop in around different meetings or whatever's going on in the week. And that allows me to feel really good and confident that I'm going to get that to-do list done and I'm going to be efficient about it and productive to where if I only want to work four hours a day, I'm putting my to-do list within four hours every single day and I'm spreading it out. I'm not thinking like, oh, I'm going to get all these super easy tasks done and then I'm going to get all these hard tasks done. Like you can't get all the hard tasks done on one day. It Mm-mm. it exhausts you. You're going to go into like super burnout very quickly. Yeah. You have to have a couple of like fluff things. Yes. It's kind of like just like a, like a pep talk, you know, like, yeah. oh, look, look what you just did. Check. Exactly. Exactly. You're killing it. You're killing it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I think this makes so much sense. And I think that we can be resistant to it because it's change. If it's different than the way that we've done things, then it's different. So we started utilizing ClickUp with our podcast, actually. Our podcast manager uses it. And at first it was like, oh my gosh, I am one of those that can be very resistant to structure. But if I have somebody who's going to explain it to me, then I will utilize it. But I'm going to probably need it explained. 
And now that we've been using it for a while with the podcast, it does. I, I was telling Jennifer, like, I'm going to click up every day now, you know, and it is nice to see, like, I have a very planned schedule. And you know, it's ironic that I'm sitting here saying this out loud. I am the most organized in regards to the podcast. <laughs> and it's the only thing that we haven't clicked up. But like, <laughs> I am like really organized with my podcast and, and our podcast. I do too. And so, but it feels very organized because probably because it's all in ClickUp and everything that I need to do for it is there. Yeah. And your podcast manager has a system built. So yeah, you she, have yeah. your part and then she has her part. And I'm sure it always gets out when it's supposed to because ClickUp yep. has due dates and, you know, every person is responsible for the piece of the puzzle that mm-hmm. builds and produces this podcast. So right. ClickUp allows you guys to not stress out about like, oh, I need to record podcasts and I need to get this to my manager and I need blah, blah, blah. Like it's already just in there. It's already like she's able to even say, hey, I haven't got your podcast yet. I need it before, you know, X date or whatever. So yes, it's because she has a system in there and it allows her to stay organized because I'm sure she has more, you know, clients than, than just you guys. But having it in ClickUp, allows her to see everything that's going on with all of her clients at all times and figure out where everybody is in the process. I am so appreciative of just your vulnerability today and your willingness to share how this has helped your own life. I think that's always helpful when somebody can come on and say, I was at this point in my own business. And instead of staying on the couch and crying, I decided to turn it into something better and then in turn help other people with it. So thank you for sharing your story in that way, because I think that there are a lot of content creators who (laughs) have had their moment on the couch crying because they feel disorganized and like they can't keep up. Because until you are a content creator, you don't realize kind of the behind the scenes. I think that goes to show with a lot of things, you know? And so I think that it can feel very overwhelming, all the things that we want to do and need to do for our business, but to have like kind of a clearer path for what can I do realistically and then you can make important decisions after you know, you know, what's on your plate. So thank you for sharing about this tool. I think it's going to help a lot of people listening today. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I want to also mention one last thing. We talked about like, you know, being vulnerable and, and crying on the couch and stuff. And all of those problems were stuff that I could probably have not dealt with. Mm. The thing that I want to mention here is when something life-changing happens. So an emergency, maybe something happens in your family and you need to step away. Being able to have these systems in place allows your business not to die if something is going on and where you cannot put energy towards it. And I think like this is not like a fun, you know, topic, but I think it's really important to be said because mm-hmm. if you have an emergency and you have nothing going on with your systems, no one's able to help you. No one's able to jump in and kind of take the reins while you deal with whatever's going on. And I think it's just really important to think about that as well. Cause we can plan all day long for growth. We can plan for vacations. We can plan for maternity leave. We cannot plan when an emergency happens. So yeah, thinking about that right. too, like what would you do? If an emergency happened, what would happen to your business? Yeah. I think that's an excellent thing to be thinking about too, as entrepreneurs, because a lot of us, there's only, you know, a handful of us in the business or, or solo. I mean, I know there are a ton of people listening to this that it's just them and their business. And so that's just really excellent advice, I think, to plan for that. And, you know, it's not a topic that we want to talk about, 
but it's inevitable because at, yeah. at any given time it can happen. We can be, you know, in a situation that we would need to have that plan in place. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. This has been so awesome. And if people would like to connect with you, Casey, where can they find you? Yeah. So I am at CaseyAckerman.com. Instagram is Casey Ackerman and I'm most active on Instagram. So definitely come there, send me a DM, say hello, ask questions. I'm very open to, you know, helping people when they need it and, and what would be best for them. I have templates. I have a course. I have, you know, VIP services. So if you're looking for, you know, a way to get started, I can definitely help there as well. So I would love just to connect with everyone though as well. Awesome. Thank you so much. We're going to head you. to CaseyAckerman.com right now. Yeah. We're <laughs> going to go check this all out and dive right into it. Thank you, Casey. Thank yes. you, ladies. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about blogging with us, please find us on Instagram at Spark Media Concepts. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter where we share blogging tips and inspiration. You can sign up by finding the link in the show notes. For those of you who are ready for the next step and want to start your own blog, join the waitlist for the Ultimate Blog Bootcamp. The link to join the waitlist is also in the show notes. Go out and make today a great day.